0: Hi everyone, it's Liam Naden here, and welcome back to this episode entitled How Your Children Can Save Your Marriage. Now, given that our children are such an important aspect of our lives and and have such a big impact on, and of course are hugely, hugely impacted by, our marriage, you might be intrigued by this title. But children are definitely one of the most powerful tools, if you like, and I use that word in inverted commas, tools, that you have in either making your marriage better or worse. So today we're going to talk about how to do it the right way, and not the wrong way. And by the way, if you don't have children, you will still be able to use the ideas here to improve your marriage situation. So in other words, what we're discussing really applies to all couples in a marriage or relationship, whether you have children or not. So anyway, children... Wow, aren't our children such an integral part of who and what we are? In fact, is there anything that has a greater impact on us than being the father or mother of a child? I'm sure you will agree that having children really does expand greatly our whole awareness of who we are and our capacity to feel and experience love. And they can be our greatest source of joy and our greatest challenge, of course. And I think there are three main ways in which becoming a parent changes us and our life experience. Firstly, children teach us the true meaning of unconditional love. You know, there's nothing quite like the feeling of love that we have for our own child or children. In our marriage or any other relationship for that matter, sure, we can be committed and we can be deeply in love and connected on a deep level but there is always the possibility we can walk away and it's not like that with our children. Secondly, our children teach us that we don't have all the answers. Of course they challenge us, they make us grow and they make us humble as well. And For many of us, we think we have a pretty good handle on our lives and then our children come along. (laughs) So these are the challenges of parenting which of course can also be very rewarding. And the third thing is our children inspire us. Somehow, they, that we, or somehow we look at them and they take us beyond ourselves. We instinctively want to nurture, care for and protect them and watch them develop into being the best people they can possibly be. And we want them to be happy, of course, and all of these things inspire us to be and do things we might otherwise not. So for these three reasons, and and many others of course, children are an amazing gift. But as part of that as well, they add many layers of additional complexity and stress to our lives. And this is especially true if our marriage situation is in trouble. And if you're having difficulties in your marriage, then it's not just the impact on yourself and your spouse that you have to consider. It's also the impact on your children as well. And this can be very stressful, as I'm sure you know, and it can even have the effect of magnifying your problems and creating new ones. And if you have children and you're facing divorce, I'm sure the impact on your children will be one of the main things you think about and which concern you. So how you handle your marriage situation is even more important if you have children. And how to do that right, the right way rather than the wrong way is what we're going to be covering in this podcast But here's some good news, and one which few people realize. And that is that your children can actually be one of your greatest assets in saving and improving your marriage, if you handle your relationship with your children the right way. And unfortunately, most people who end up in a situation where they're struggling with their marriage, they end up using their children in a way that makes their marriage worse. So we're going to look at all of that because I want to make sure that you start doing the right things and stop doing the wrong things, the things that are going to be destructive. You want to not be doing those things. Now, at this point, just before we go any further, you might be wondering what effect the age of your children might have on what you do. I mean, surely you're going to handle things differently if, for instance, your children are adults and they've left home to if they're very young or any other age for that matter. Well, the answer to that question is, the question, do you handle them differently, is that, yes, there are going to be ways of handling handling specific situations that are going to be different according to the age of your children. But the things I'm going to be talking about today, they're not only very powerful, but they apply equally to children of any age. And you'll see why as we get into it. Okay, well, as I said, there is both a right way and a wrong way to relate to your children if you are facing divorce or having problems with your marriage. One way is going to help you save and improve your marriage, and the other way is probably going to speed up the movement in the opposite direction. And you might have already had experience of this. So we're going to start with the wrong way. <laughs> and you'll quickly see that these are the things that you definitely want to avoid doing if you want to save and improve your marriage. But before we even do that, I just want to share with you what I call the four truths about your children. Now these are four core things that I'm certain apply to all children in their relationship with their parents. And I'm sure that you will see that they apply to you as well. And they're very important to understand these things. And they provide a bit of a background to what we're going to move on to. So the first truth about children that I've discovered, discovered... Is that your children love you no matter what and always will. Now one of the greatest fears we have as parents is that we're going to lose the love from one of our children, but on a biological level as well as an emotional one this simply isn't possible. And I know we hear stories of parents who are estranged from their children, but even in these cases the love between them doesn't die. There may be factors that are keeping them apart, and they might be deeply emotional ones, but it's simply not possible, I believe, and from what I've seen, it's simply not possible for a love to truly die between a child and a parent. That's truth number one. And truth number two, one of the things your children most want is for you to be happy. In fact, there's probably nothing more important to them, because when you are happy, they are happy. Now, it sounds simplistic, but it's true. And again, we're talking about basic biology here. So your children want you to be happy, even if they don't show it, and often, of course, they don't. And they're deeply affected by the state of your happiness or unhappiness. Now, truth number three, and this is one that many parents find out through experience and surprise people a lot, but truth number three is your children are far wiser than you believe or expect them to be. Now I often meet people who are going through marriage difficulties, even divorce, and they're amazed by how aware their children, even young children, how aware they seem to be about the situation. And children are remarkably intuitive and they can sense what's going on. So don't underestimate their ability to accurately observe and explain what is going on, not only in your life, but theirs as well. It's very difficult, if impossible, to fool them. So that's truth number three. Truth number four, your children value what you say, but they value far more what you do. Now, if you say one thing to your children and do another, guess which one they're going to take any notice of? That's right, it's what you do. And when, when it comes to your children, and in fact any other people you have meaningful relationships as well, including your spouse, you can't hide behind the right words. You have to stand up and do the right things if you want to create a positive impact, not just talk. And This is some people, many people don't seem to realize the importance of. And I see this all the time with people who come to me and they say things like, Liam, please help me. I will do anything to save my marriage, so just tell me what to do. So I tell them what to do. And of course I usually tell them that, what I have to tell them is in one of my programs and they should enroll in one of those. That's where my best advice on what to do is and it's all in a step-by-step process. And then I never hear from them again. <laughs> Can you see the irony and the contradiction in that? So if you want to influence your children in the right way, make sure you do the right things, not just say what you're going to do or tell them what they should do. because. Truth number four is your children value what you say, but they value far more what you do. All right, so knowing these four truths about children, here are the things that most parents do, unfortunately, to and with their children that are the wrong things. And just think about this. If you're trying to save or improve your marriage and your relationship with your children as well, how many of these things, these mistakes I call them, you might be making now mistake number one is arguing in front of the children now having your children see you and your spouse argue is the worst is one of the worst things you can do because the message you're sending them is that problems can be solved by discussing them and adding more negativity to those problems which of course is not true and if you've listened to any of the earlier podcasts or if you've certainly done some of my programs you'll realize that that is the case You don't solve problems by discussing them. But it also shows a complete lack of sensitivity to your children and to other people as well, because remember, your children both love you and your spouse equally, and they really don't want to see you air your differences or ill feelings in front of them. So it's the first mistake. The second mistake, which is somewhat similar, is involving the children in marriage arguments. And it's even worse than the first mistake, but it's surprising how many parents drag their children into their own disputes. And, you know, it may be that they're trying to make their children their allies against the other spouse. Where they think they can have some influence on getting their husband or wife to change, or or in some way this will help the situation. But again, this never works. It only adds more negativity, more ill-feeling. So no matter how tempted you might feel to involve your children in your disagreements with your spouse, or when getting them to somehow try to make things better, please don't do it because it's not going to help. Alright, the third mistake that many people make when it comes to their children and their marriage is speaking to the children about the other parent in a critical or negative way. Now sometimes this can be out of frustration in your marriage. You might think, oh, I can't get through to my husband for him to see the bad things he is doing. So perhaps he'll change if I can get my children to show that they disapprove as well. Or you might simply feel the need to share your hurt or ill feeling with someone else. And in that case, it happens to be your children. But if that is the case, don't let it be your children. They don't want to take sides. And in fact... The truth is you really won't be able to get them to take sides because they love the two of you equally and they always will. And it's certainly not your role to try and influence the relationship they have with their other parent. So really try to avoid the temptation to speak to your children negatively about your spouse. And that will make a big difference. Mistake number four is trying to make your spouse feel guilty by telling them that their actions are harming the children. Now, this is another way of blaming your spouse for your marriage situation and trying to get them to change. And the truth, of course, is that no matter what your spouse is doing, you have a responsibility for your situation too. Now, that's actually good news because it means that you're able to change things. But remember, whatever your spouse is doing, they love their children too. Don't try to make them feel bad. No matter how justified you feel, it's not going to have a positive effect. And mistake number five is threatening your spouse with harmful consequences that will negatively affect their relationship with their children. Now, at the extreme, it's saying things like, if you don't change or if you leave our marriage or if you carry on doing what you're doing, I'm going to make sure it will be difficult for you to have contact with your children. Now, by threatening to interfere in the relationship with your spouse and your children, that's very harmful to both your marriage and your children so be very aware this is something not to do and don't do it (laughs) so these are five of the big mistakes that people make and the really the main things that many people tend to do and they all have a negative effect on their children and really on any hope they might have of saving or improving their marriage so now that you're aware of them I encourage you to make sure they're not part of your behavior and of course You know, if you recognize some of these things in yourself, and that you have been doing them in your own marriage situation, well, don't beat yourself up about it. I mean, they're all quite natural. They're counterproductive, but they are quite natural responses. And especially if you're feeling unhappy or desperate to change things, and you're feeling that nothing is working right for you. So I understand all that, but as I teach people in my marriage programs, if you do negative things, you're only going to get negative results and of course that's not what you want. Okay so we've covered the first and very important step of seeing how your children can help and save and strengthen your marriage by seeing the ways that your relationship with them, your behaviors, how they might have been harming your marriage and obviously to stop doing those things. And just by stopping doing these things it is going to have a major positive impact. But the second step, of course, is to start doing the right things. Once you've stopped doing the wrong things, that's good, but you need to start doing the right things. And when you start doing these things, the ones I'm going to share with you, you'll see that children are not only one of your greatest gifts for sustaining a happy marriage, but they're also one of your greatest gifts for rebuilding a broken or unhappy marriage. And by the way, I mentioned at the beginning, this is also for people who don't have children. So if you don't have children and you're still listening, which I hope you are, <laughs> then when we talk about children, just substitute children for, for your closest friend or perhaps friends, because the principles are still the same. And the results you get will also be applicable. All right, just before we get into these things, the right things to do, I just want to refresh your memory about the four truths About your children because these are so important and you will see that the the right things to do are based on these four very powerful truths. And remember the truths are firstly your children love you no matter what and always will. The second truth is one of the things your children most want is for you to be happy. Truth number three your children are far wiser than you believe or expect them to be. And truth number four Your children value what you say, but they value far more what you do. Alright, so here we're now going to talk about step number two, which are the most powerful ways in which your children are going to be able to help you save your marriage. And interestingly about these things, they are all things that you, not your children, do. So these are your actions, and they're created by understanding your true relationship with your children. And you'll see what I mean as we go along. So the first thing is you need to act like the person you would like your children to be. Now, wow, that's a bit of a toughie, isn't it? Act like the person you would like your children to be? really need to think about that. What does it mean? What it means is to be a true role model for your children. So ask yourself these questions. What qualities would I like my children to grow up with? How would I like them to be? What qualities are going to make them into the best people they can be? Now there are some questions to think about. I mean, and the answers for you might come up as, will the things that you would like them to be be things like gentleness? Would you like them to display qualities of gentleness, calmness, kindness? Being strong enough to be unaffected by any turmoil that might be going on around them. How about believing in themselves? How about overcoming their fears and acting in spite of them? Following their heart? Taking the action they believe in their heart to be right? How about some of these things? Are these qualities that you would like your children to have? So think about these questions and come up with your own list and write it down. And when you've done that, and you might even like to stop this audio to complete this exercise, take a look at the list. Remember, the list is... What qualities would you like your children to have? Answer some of those questions I've just given you. And then once you've done that, take a look at the list you've written and decide you are going to be that person. Now remember what we said. Your children become what you are, not what you say. They take notice of what you do, not what you say. So if you really are committed to helping them to be the happiest and most fulfilled they can be in their life, you need to give them what you are. So put your best foot forward, commit to becoming the person described in your list, no matter what it takes. You don't have to be perfect, you just have to move in the right direction. And not only are your children, but you are going to have a happier, more fulfilling life than you can possibly imagine. Alright, step number two. Let your children be your silent inner guide. Now what does this mean? Well, Anytime you're faced with a difficulty in your marriage, or in your life for that matter, ask yourself this question. If one of my children was in the same situation as I am and came to me asking for advice, what would I tell them to do? Powerful question. You see, very often we know what to do about a problem. We know what to do with a situation we're facing. We just either don't know that we know, so we might not be fully aware that we know, of what to do, or we simply lack the courage to face up to the truth and actually act on it. And as a result of that, and it is human nature, but as a result of that we're usually much better at giving advice to others, especially those we love and care about, than we are at acting on that advice ourselves. But you know, if you put your children in your place, it's going to help you get clarity on the right thing to do and hopefully also the courage to act on it. So try it. Right, step number three. For the sake of your children, never give up. Do whatever it takes. Never give up until you get what you want. And if that is saving your marriage, getting your marriage back on the right track, then you've simply just got to keep going until you either decide your marriage is not what you want or that you decide you are you are committed to saving your marriage. You know, if you're on your deathbed and one of your children said to you, mum, dad, you said you did everything you could to save your marriage, but did you really? Then you, if they ask you that question, you're going to want to be able to give them the right truthful answer. And I talk in other podcasts about how to make sure that saving your marriage is the right decision for you, and I even give you some, st- some steps on how to do that. But once you have made that decision, you need to follow through. You need to take new action and and massive action and by the way that's what my two programs show you exactly how to do so step out never give up and and do that for the sake of your children step number four take responsibility for your life and your happiness one of the greatest gifts you can give to your children is teaching them how to take responsibility for their own life and giving them the skills to make their own way in the world. And these skills, of course, include emotional skills. This is one of the best things, I'm sure you'd agree, that you can do for your children, is give them the skills they need to have a happy and fulfilling life. But the way you do that, and I've already talked about this in this podcast, is you show them by example. So don't make excuses. Don't blame anyone or anything else for your situation. Take full responsibility for everything that's happening in your life, and also take full responsibility for being able to change it. And when you do that, you send your children a very powerful message. Right, these four steps here, there's an awful lot of depth to them, and it's well worth taking the time to really think about these things, writing down some of the answers to some of the questions that I've given you to, that are really designed to get you to think and realize what's going on when it comes to how your children can help you to save your marriage. And I believe our children are our greatest gift. I'm sure you'd agree with that too if you've got children. They, they are our greatest inspiration. They're our greatest teachers. But they're also our greatest responsibility, and they give us our greatest challenge. And that challenge, above, above all of the other challenges they give us, is to be the best version of ourself, so that they will be the best version of themselves. So I'm going to leave you with this question to think about. And here it is. Will I develop the courage, the strength, and the determination to create as happy a life for myself as I want for my children? I'm going to repeat that. Will I develop the courage, the strength, and the determination to create as happy a life for myself as I want for my children? Now think about that, because coming up with the right answer and acting on it is the best thing you can do for your children, your marriage, and above all, for yourself. All right, so that's all for now. I'd love to help you further in saving and strengthening your marriage through one of my two marriage-saving programs, either the Stop Your Divorce program or the Save Your Marriage and Relationship Transformation program. You can find out, of course, about either of those on my website, liamnaden.com. In the meantime, all the best with your journey. Be an inspiration to your children, to your friends, to your spouse, and even to yourself. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now.